Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. On this podcast, host Bill Hodges talks with Gold Star parents Tony and Greg Gross. Tony and Greg Gross are remarkable people. Hearing about their losing their son Frank in Afghanistan brought tears to Bill's eyes. However, how they handled one of the greatest losses a parent can have is a story so heartwarming that it has to be told. Continue listening and you'll hear how they have committed their lives to helping veterans much like their son who did return home but have needed help on their return. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. I'm very excited today to have my two guests on with me. They're two people who I've just gotten to know in the last year, and I'm excited about them because they are constantly busy helping veterans, but they've got a story to tell, and they have something that, an honor, if you will, that it's rough to have. It really is, and I want to talk about that today. Many of you may not know what a Gold Star family is or what a Gold Star parents are, and these two are Gold Star parents. I have Tony and Craig Gross on the program with me today. Greg. Would you give us a little idea about your son, Frank? Because I wish I could have met this young man. Yes, Bill. Thank you for having us, first of all. I can tell you, Frankie was an extraordinary young man. When he was killed in action, he was 25 years old, and he was actually buried on his 26th birthday. Ouch. 19 August um, 2011. When he was growing up, uh, Frankie... He loved playing with his G.I. Joe action figures. Don't call, never call them dolls in front of him. And, uh, <laughs> and so he, he really liked the, the, uh, the military, you know, as, as a young man. He really loved his grandfather a lot, my dad, uh, and his, his other grandfather. Both of them are, were military. So, you know, he, he has a, quite a heritage. But he was a, a great kid. He was a good student. Uh, had his master's degree in business, and he he went into the service. Even though he had his master's degree, he still went in as an NCO, and he just was that kind of a guy. I asked him why he didn't want to be an officer, and he said, well, you know, when I become an officer, my guys will know that I've been through what they've been through. And I've always admired my son because he uh, he was multi-talented. He was an artist. He was a guitarist a fabulous baseball player, had baseball scholarship, and uh, and he was also an exceptional golfer with a 300-plus yard drive. And uh, he loved to hunt. He loved to fish. He loved to hike. He loved to surf. Told you I wanted to know him. <laughs> I would have loved to have him as a friend. 
just multi-talented and he was a great friend to I, I i don't know anybody that didn't like frankie well from everything you say and everybody i've talked to i can't imagine why they would you know on that fateful day tony i know it's a really a rough day to talk about but how did you find out that frank had passed away had been died in combat well, we had come home from having lunch at a friend's house. Our next door neighbor called us up at our friend's home and said that you have a water break and there's water coming out of your front yard. Oh, my. Which, which was not true, but that was the way that our neighbor got us to come home because um, our neighbor did not want to tell us that there was a dark colored government van sitting out in front of our home. Ouch. So, when Craig and I got home, Craig got home first. I came home a couple minutes later and a casualty notification officer and the chaplain came to our door and read us a statement that Frank had been killed in action in Afghanistan. Oh my goodness. That, I, I don't know how, well, I do know how I'd react because I'm about in tears right now hearing you talk about it. Did you get any help from the government as far as psychological help or comfort or anything of that nature? Well, it's interesting because our casualty notification officer and our casualty assistant officer were the same person. Oh. And um, her name was Major Heidi Skelton Riley. And as a matter of fact, she lived in Safety Harbor right around the corner from us. Wow. And she was assigned to our family for six months. So she fulfilled her mission to our family to be there for us. She was more than a casualty assistant officer. She did anything and everything. She made all the funeral arrangements. She made all the calls. Everything that you could think of, this woman, this Army person did to help this family through those dark, dark days after Frank's death. We were blessed to have Major Heidi, as we call her, in our lives. She was by our side for that entire six months. Any questions that we had when Frank's personal effects were sent home from Afghanistan, she inventoried them all. When Frank's death casualty report came to our home, she took it because it was over the holidays and kept it for us until after the holidays. I mean, this woman was just short of a saint and an angel and just a blessing and a help to our family. We could not have made it through those early weeks without this casualty assistant officer, Major Heidi Skelton Riley. Do you agree, Craig? Yeah, I look back on that that whole time period where Heidi was with us. And it, it was like God sent a flesh and blood angel to be by our side because she, she has several children herself. I think she has seven children. And uh, she was just very compassionate. And we couldn't have asked for a better CAO. Now, you also have another daughter. Is that correct? Was she home at the time or off to college or... No, Natalie was working out in Vegas at the MGM Grand, and I can still remember having to call her to tell her that her brother had been killed in action. Oh, my. And I will never forget the blood-hurtling scream that I heard on the other side of the phone. That would be insult to injury. That'd be, that'd be a horrible thing to have to do. 
But the government did do some things for you and, and helped at least. Do they have ongoing assistance if one needs it? Yes. Um, Heidi Skelton Riley was assigned to us for six months, but after that six month period of intense assistance, we were a warm handoff was given to us through Survivor Outreach Services. And that is an army program that's Survivor Outreach Services, and they continue where the casualty assistant officer left off. However, our casualty assistant officer continues to reach out to us, especially lately in view of the Afghanistan, the fall of Afghanistan. Heidi has reached out to us even 10 years later. That is so wonderful to hear that there's somebody out there that cares and keeps caring. Uh, there's a lot of us that really, you know, we don't know what to say or what to do. How do you say to somebody, I'm sorry your son died in the service? There's a lot of people, I suppose, that just look the other way and go somewhere, because not because they didn't care, but because they just didn't know what to say to you. That's true. But to add on to what uh, Tony said about Heidi, I also get messages on a regular basis from the chaplain who performed Frankie's funeral. Frankie was buried in Arlington with full military honors. And the chaplain reaches out to us on a regular basis as well. So to, so to answer your question, yes, the Army has just been absolutely helpful and wonderful in assigning help to us. We've had ongoing support through our casualty assistant officer and through survivor outreach services and even the active duty personnel. Some of the leadership at McDowell Air Force Base have reached out to us. Colonel Snelson, who was the former commanding officer at McDill, who is now General Snelson, he and his family reach out to us. And, you know, it's just comforting to have active duty military remember us and call us and just say, hey, we're thinking about you. We're praying for you. That is so comforting. How far back does the gold star go? I, I remember seeing in World War II movies, pictures of gold stars in windows. But is that where the gold star began or was it before that? Well, as far as the American Gold Star Mothers using the Gold Star, um, the American Gold Star Mothers was founded by Grace Siebel back, I believe, in 1928 when her son wow. was killed in action. And she formed a group of women who went into the Veterans Hospital and served at the hospital. So that was the original intent of the American Gold Star Mothers. And that's the organization that I serve with. And our motto is honoring through service. And we don't ever want our sons and daughters names to be forgotten. So we offer our services to support veterans, active duty, the VA hospital, the Fisher House, the USO. You can find Gold Star families volunteering at many of these organizations. Because once again, we do believe that our sons and daughters' legacy do live on as we serve others. There is a place online, goldstarregistries.com, that one can look it up. And by the way, the Gross family, at least a family name, has a lot of people in that Gold Star category. Yes. What can people do to honor your son? What can we do with veterans organizations? I know 
Tony, you work with veterans organizations day in and day out. I've watched you do that. What can others do? Thank you for your service is nice, but there's a lot of people out there need work. What can we do? What can the general public do? Yep. Well, I do believe that every person has a potential to be a great volunteer. It's just a matter of turning off the TV set or turning off the cell phone and getting off Facebook and going online. There are so many veterans organizations that are in need. The USO needs volunteers now. The Fisher House, James Haley needs volunteers for like bus drivers uh, on the hospital grounds. There are numerous, numerous volunteer opportunities. If someone is interested in them, just Google volunteer opportunities at the VA hospital or volunteer opportunities near me. And Craig and I wholeheartedly recommend that people serve because part of our healing from Frank's death was serving others was very, very healing to us. So when Craig and I serve and volunteer, our spirits and our hearts are lifted because we're giving to other people. We don't tell them that we lost our son in the war unless they ask. But as we serve others, oh, there's just a joy that we get back from them seeing how we've impacted their lives, but they truly bless us because we see the smiles on their faces. We, we hear the thank yous. We get the gratitude back from them. And it's just a blessing to get out of our house, serve other people and say, what can we do to help you? And that is truly what Gold Star families are. Gold Star families should be the most generous, kind, thoughtful, pleasant people that there are because our military has just helped us through the hard times. Our active duties helped us. Our veterans, even now, I, Craig and I have gotten many emails and uh, texts from veterans saying, we're thinking about you during this time. What can we do to help in view of the fall of Afghanistan? So we are so grateful and appreciative for all the support that we get. What can we do to serve others? Memorial Day this past year. I had the opportunity to hear Craig speak at the Memorial Day ceremony, and he did a fantastic job. And I want to make it, we're almost out of time, and I want to be sure that people know. Craig wrote a song, and if you go to Google and you put in Craig Gross, G-R-O-S-S, Son in Arlington, those words, Craig Gross, Son in Arlington, Google will find Craig doing that song. And it will it'll bring tears to your eyes, but you'll feel so good when you listen to it. Uh, I've let either of you have got run out of time. So I'll let either of you or both of you one final thought. Well, just on my end, let's not forget about the Blue Star families. The Blue Star family, of course, is families who have active duty soldiers. And we've got several thousand soldiers that are in peril right now in Afghanistan. All over the world. Yes, and we need to be praying for them every day as hard as we can pray. I'm fully 100% behind you. It's just fantastic to have people like the two of you who picked up from a horrible disaster and came out, not poor me, but what can I do for others? And to the both of you, I thank you so very much for being on the show with me. I know talking about this sometimes can be hard, but people need to hear it. They need to hear it directly from you. If I tell them or 
a general or someone else tells them, that's a different story, but directly from you. So Tony Gross, Craig Gross, thank you so much for being on the program. As Gold Star parents, you're absolutely fantastic. I know your son, Frank, would be ever so proud of you and what you do. I'm Bill Hodges. This is Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.